Welcome back to Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. And on today's show, we have Patrick Moot, an actor, comedian, documentarian of the documentary Unhung Hero and all around great guy. And today we're going to be talking about Does Size Matter? Mike, yes. <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts, brother? As a member that, you know, holds the size, I think that size does matter. And what I mean by that is I was in a relationship once, bro, to where I, when I'm in love, like, I think it has, it changes my size and girth. It makes it different size, shall I say. And it was hurting her, right? And so that size was a bit too much for the situation at hand, right? I think that size does matter. It's too big and too small can be an issue. What about you? Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, I think it, it could be too big. Like if you take both extremes, yeah, right. You know, sometimes it could actually, like you said, it could hurt the woman. You could cause like tearing inside the inside a woman's anatomy, and Terry, that obviously doesn't the, feel good. You know, move the uterus, um, all that. Right, and you know, then you have on the other end of the spectrum. If it's too small, like the gentleman in a documentary. He needs to step it up in other departments. Like, I think they need to learn how to maximize the other aspects. You know what I'm saying? Like the fingers, the mouth, the tongue. The They need to explore the exogenous zones. Like, hey, I agree with you. All some, about the woman. Some people DM me saying that, excuse me. Some people DM me saying that when a guy is too big or when he's just like just the right size, they almost prefer a guy that's a bit smaller because a guy that's a bit smaller normally does the other things. He normally does a foreplay. He normally kisses you on your neck, you know, let your, let the hairs on the back of your neck crawl up, right? He normally goes down on you. He normally plays with your areolas and all those things. So guys with king size, shall I say, make sure that you're still doing the other parts too. Absolutely, absolutely. Have you ever been insecure with your member about something? Have I ever been insecure? I mean, I think all men have some type of insecurity. I mean, yeah, like, if you've ever watched porn, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. probably going to be some guy having sex with a woman that is going to probably have a bigger penis than you. Like, let's just let's just put that out there. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, yeah, I think every guy at some point and and what he said on the documentary, you know, as far as I think what half the men in the world basically have a below average is it or average penis that, that can't be true because that means the other half of the world has it above average <laughs> well yeah i mean uh, slightly above average to to above but actually i i got stats on this i looked up did some research What's okay research? and here's a dose of reality based on those recent stats the average penis length is 3.6 inches when flaccid and 5.2 inches when erect what about what they call BDE, because sometimes okay. I don't know if, if y'all don't know what that means out there. That means big dick energy, right? Yes. Um, and essentially, you don't have to have a big penis to have that BDE, right? I Facts. mean, BDE is like a vibe. It's you don't it's even have to have a, a swagger. Have it. It's confidence. Yeah. yeah, it's hot girl shit. You know, there you go. It, it, that's what it is, hot girl shit. It's just like what Patrick said, bro. Like, remember at the beginning of the podcast at the top, he said that he had a mindset. He had he had SDE, right? Small dick energy, right? It was a whole mindset. Excuse me. And girls can sniff that out. Yeah. They can sniff out if you don't have BDE. It's what BDE basically is big dick energy is just confidence, right? 
anybody, male or woman, uh, male or male, woman or woman, no matter what the case may be, right? You can sniff out if somebody confident or not. No one wants small dick energy. Facts. Right? No one wants small dick energy. Baby, like, no, and it's, let it's, me know it's, what's up. It's interesting that in the documentary, he... The documentary. The documentary, excuse me. He <laughs> pretty much pulled a 180. He was super insecure in the beginning. And then he basically got to a point where it's like, you know what? This is what I was blessed with. Who cares if it's small? It is what it is. I'm going to do my, like, I'm going to maximize what I got. And, and, I and that's you. like a lesson in life. You know what I mean? Like just it, maximize, like you got one body, one package, just work with it. You know what I'm saying? Like straight. have the confidence that you're the baddest person on the planet. Who cares what size it is? You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Once you have that, that energy, Hey, this is what it is, but I'm damn sure going to let you down and do what I got to do. And, there you know, you go. I'm still get you that orgasm, right? There you go. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Patrick, before we kind of get started into this, uh, my roommate and I literally watched your documentary before we knew that we were going to be able to speak to you and like the power of manifestation, man. I was like, yo, I want to talk to this guy. So I'm truly happy that you're here today. You look a little different. You got more facial hair. Yeah, I love the stash, man. Yeah, your hair is longer and all that good stuff now. Doing a whole new thing, man. I got a whole new vibe going on. Um, It's funny because I haven't really talked about this uh, film in a while. Um, and it is, it's, it's actually kind of just serendipitous that it actually became available again on a lot of streaming platforms. Yeah. It's um, on Amazon prime, right? Where is it? Where do you it's know where on it's on Amazon at? for rent? Um, it's right. also on Xbox, uh, voodoo. And, um, I, there's a couple, it's going to start popping up on a couple more streaming platforms. I don't know if we're going to get back on Netflix, but I would encourage everyone to tweet Bro. at Netflix, bring, Bro, it, bring I- it back. I'm, I'm like, bring back the hero, baby. Man, come you on, bring back man. The hero, baby. 2021 needs a hero. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Like, bro, like, can you can you take me back to when you were at the basketball game? You propose. Like, what were like? You were so happy. Talk, talk me through the story. Just for the listeners that don't know who you are, I want you to tell your story the way that you can do best. Um. So I will tell you the story. I, I'll tell you the real story, actually, behind okay. all of this. Okay. Is that um, I had been told and in high school uh, and then after that, that my penis wasn't very big. And I had a nickname in high school that was Pickle. And it was basically because this girl was like, it's like a pickle. And they were like, what do you mean a pickle? And they were like, baby dill. Like did, oh, did this thing. And so that like <laughs> that ran with me for a long time. And it was a lot of uh, insecurity that came from that. And, yeah. and it had always been you know, this thing where it was like, I, I just didn't know, you know, it's like high school girls. Um, they don't really know what big, Sorry. small, yeah. you know, yeah, you don't have like a wide pool to pull from. Um, 
So just for the sake of being candid, uh, we made a film. The movie is absolutely follows a very honest uh, kind of interest in, in answering the question, does size matter? But the proposal was staged. Oh, oh, bro! You kind of like Lucy broke my heart. Did I break? Did I break you guys? <laughs> you I mean, broke my heart, so bro. The whole viral thing, the ten million views, that was all. BS. So the ten million views is real. So the ten million views is fully real. We didn't tell UCLA that we were. You know, we're making a film. I'm a filmmaker, and the director, sure. who's gotcha. a friend of mine, is also a filmmaker. Okay. So we, you know, how do you have this conversation? Was kind of what we got to. Like, how do you start this? How do you start right. this movie? How do you start this journey? Me just you know, kind of being this guy who was like, oh, my penis isn't very big and I've been really insecure about it my whole life. <laughs> How do you, yeah. you know, isn't necessarily the way to start this conversation. I mean, so was guys, there something that happened? Like, was there like, yes. I'm tired of this shit. Like, what, what is that? What was that one thing that happened? That's a place. It was basically a girl that I had dated recently before we started making the film had broke up with me. And then through the grapevine, I heard that she said it was because my penis was too small. And so then I confronted her about it and she told me, yeah, sure. That's the reason. Like it just, Wait, I like a bigger how, penis. Time bro, out, time out, how, time out. Bro, how like, long did you guys me. date? Exactly. We need details. Well, I dated her for about probably six, eight months. So six, eight months, like in bed, I, I'm sure you got stuff done in there. I mean, I mean, so the insecurity, and this is what I've told people forever. And, and f women have actually backed me up on this before. Um, guys with average or below average penises are usually way better at all the extracurricular stuff. Correct. Like, That's what I was going to ask. Sense. You, you know, sense. you know, like I knew. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'd put on a snorkel and go down. Like, I, it, it, <laughs> like that's, that's just how I rolled. Like it was, so I never, I, there was never any complaints in that particular realm, you know, like the work, the work ethic was always there. That was, okay. that's, it was that's never good. the work ethic. It was always just you know, the size, but also I think that because of, you know, I don't want to call it trauma necessarily, but you know, things happen when you're a high school in your formative years and, yeah. and they're tough. They're hard to yeah. kind of wrap your brain around. Um, I, I think that I carried myself as a small penis guy. You know that's what I mean? A, that's big, bro. That's big. You know, and it's true. It's a real thing. Like yeah. I, in here, I, I had a very small penis. Yeah. And you confidence. can see, and this, this came from talking to, a, you know, I did a lot of man on the street stuff. So I was out on the streets doing my thing, talking to people, asking them about, um, you know, if penis size mattered. And a lot of times what women would say is that a bigger penis is almost a bigger problem just because these guys be. think that it's like, you know, this magic key to a lock that if you yeah. just like cram it in there, like <laughs> you'll unlock it, like just you get it in there and, you know, just start jamming around. And that's not necessarily what makes a good intimate experience. Yeah. I like to call it session. You know? Yeah. Yeah. An intimate session. Sure. You know, I had a great, you know, I haven't had a session in a while, but I can't wait <laughs> till things open back up and swiping right on everybody. So. Wait, so are you, so what happened to the girl from the toy, the adult toy store that uh, ended? The girl from the adult toy store that, that ended. Yeah. I mean, we okay. became very good friends after that. Um, you know, she was, She's like a cool kick-ass girl. And uh -huh. 
far yeah. too cool and kick-ass for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, that fair, is, you know, you're like, man, you're so like vulnerable and sensitive. And was it awkward like going in because like you guys had so much conversation about what you were doing with the documentary and so like when it it's finally not documentary, happened, it's like the documentary. A documentary, yes. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So when it happened, was it like a little awkward between the two of you? Uh, I mean, I think it's awkward with me with girls always. Like even now, we're just talking about it. And it's been a while, but I feel like my face getting flushed, and I'm like, oh, yeah. here we go, we're talking about it again. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it. <laughs> it's the world's greatest movie if you're not me. That is, dude. That is that's. I hate to say I agree with that, but I agree with that. But with that being said, epic. I'm glad that you said. That, you know, you put in work. There's other things out there outside of, you know, the member that's attached to us, right? You know, we got foreplay, we got hands, we got, you know, God bless us with a, a tongue, all X, Y, Z, right? So your ex, the one that kind of started this whole thing off, were you getting her off though? I mean, I thought so. Okay, so she may, so you never, you, you still to this day don't know if she was I, faking it. You know, I've been in LA for a very long time. Um, I have uh, dated some very incredible actresses. Um, <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. Like any, any of notes? Any, any we might know? No, no. I mean, <laughs> even, even, even if you did, I wouldn't mention them right now because they'd be like, "You're such an asshole." What you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm giving you props. Like I was just giving you props. I was saying you're good at your trade. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I from what I thought, you know, and you, I grew up playing sports and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, you leave it all out on the field. Like, I, you know, even if even if I felt like maybe, you know, you can tell if you're in a session and yeah. you're you, you got a feel for what's going on there. Like if right. it's working, yeah. if it's not working um, and, uh, you know, I would do everything I could. And then at the end, I'd be tired and I'd be like, well, I left it all in the field. If I don't make the team, you know, <laughs> right. coach, like maybe, maybe Patrick, you can sleep, sleep well at night knowing I, I, that you put it all out there. We appreciate right. that, Patrick. Patrick, let me ask you this question, right? We're, Brian and I come from the, the world of The Bachelor, you know, and I don't know if you've ever seen The Bachelor, but there's something called the fantasy suites, right? Yeah. You can do whatever you choose to do in the fantasy suites. How, if you in your position and you and your member, uh, you said you had a, a small a small pickle mentality. How do you lower your anxiety before you go into a fantasy suite? That's a great question. That is a great question because I can tell you from talking to a lot of women about this and, you know, sex therapists and dealing with my own insecurities, which, which were huge. I mean, huge enough to go to do something like this. Um, you have to realize that the most unattractive part of, of being in the fantasy suite in this particular situation is being uh, insecure is, is not having confidence. That's my brother right there. Speak, you know, Speak I mean, and it's the truth. Like every time you see one of these guys walking down the street and he's like short and bald and like it and he's with just this beautiful woman. Baddie. It's not yeah. always because he's, you know, rich or, you know, famous or whatever. Sometimes it's just because that guy has swagger. Swag. Like, yeah. Just dripping with swag. And it works, man. Yeah. It really works. Facts. What people said a lot of women too, and, and it sounds a little cliche, but it was was like there's always a fit for somebody else. That so it doesn't true. matter what size your penis is. There's always a fit. What you don't want to do is be so insecure that you get in the way of, of finding that other person. You know, start to just eliminate yourself from everybody because a couple people didn't like you. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I can tell you this, like one of the best things about doing this documentary is I've set the bar so low now for girls. If they've seen it, <laughs> that the fact I have a penis at all is just like, boom, look at that. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, I literally had a girl say that. She looked me in the face. And she was like, it's not that small. I'm like, that's not a compliment, but thank you. <laughs> you know what? Hey, like, Mike, in, it, Mike, Patrick would be so amazing. I think he would be great for The Bachelor. Or the I Bachelor, do too, excuse bro. Me. I truly Because like, that show is all about vulnerability and just yeah. putting yourself out there. And bro, you so did something people. that is would be incredibly difficult for most men. I, I can't agree with that enough. Patrick, I wrote a book on how to love yourself more, bro. And you literally are rewriting chapters for me right now. Like literally the fact of just having swag, like just owning your shit, right? I, I love that. I think I think we need to make it happen. We gotta ask Bachelor Nation. We gotta ask our listeners. Woo, should yeah. we get Patrick on the Bachelorette? <laughs> I actually I put an audition to tape together a few years ago because my brother, who's a comedian, like convinced me to do it. Um, and uh, oh, bro, we did we like uh, the video Producers. I made was like um, was like uh, from Legally Blonde. Um, the girls like video her submission tape for Harvard. So we like recreated that. We got bro. no response at all. Oh my and God. That's like in the it's all about who you know, bro. executive producers. We need to pull that out. Yeah, it's all about out, who you guys. know, bro. Come on, reconsider me. I got a mustache now. My hair is longer. We're going to start wait, a petition. I, wait, I like the pun right there. Pull it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pat, oh, I think they pulled it up. Oh my God. I think one of our producers literally just pulled it up right now. Oh boy. Patrick, like talk to me, man. This is, I'm, I'm loving this whole conversation right now. What? Like, I'm assuming you're pro at Cunnilingus. Yeah. He said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta be, man. When, when this is working against you as hard as mine does sometimes, it's like, you gotta, you know, I'll be like, if girls aren't into that, it's like, well, you just, you know, you just cut off one of my legs. I mean, I can, I can hop all the way to the finish line, but I'm telling you, it's gonna What's take What's the longer. longest you've ever been down there? Oh God, I don't know. I think I've fallen asleep before. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say earlier? I got my uh, my scuba gear or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go, baby. <laughs> oh man, you met with several experts on the documentary. Would you ever get an enlargement treatment? You know that actually became it. It, it was one of those things where the film, as we started going down this road, I was I was very open to certain things. You know, I was like pills, pumps things that seemed safe, um, just in the quest of, of knowledge in the film. And like, you know, you want to take the next step and you want to create drama and, you know, go as far as you say that you're going to go. Uh, we put ourselves in some situations where like, I mean, I came very close to doing some things that I know I would have regretted at this point. Bro, you were, you were on the balcony in one scene. Oh, we were in Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea, and the dude yeah. was about to like stick. He, I mean, he was straight up pull it out. What? You know? Yeah, seriously, it was a big ass syringe with a bunch of liquid in it. Like, where yeah, was that going? It was palm oil, and we were in Papua oh New Guinea. Oh my god! And by the time we had got there, we had like started to run out of money. So the crew was just me, the director, uh, Brian Spitz, who's a great guy, super talented director, and our cameraman. So like, I was running audio. Brian was running audio. Um, you know, we had the one camera going, and we kind of just got into this frenetic pace of like we have to answer this question. Like we have to get to the end of this and like answer this question and, you know, do as much, go as far as we possibly can to make this film as good as it can be. And uh, that was one of the moments too, where I kind of like, 
I just checked out. I was on autopilot, like a wild man. Yeah. Just like, let's go. Like, let's, I'm going to be huge by the end of this. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm not done. Like, if we're going to put this out, like, I'm going to finish with like a hog. Like, I'm going <laughs> to people like presenting this thing on like a big silver platter. Um, and that was one of the moments where you can hear Brian Spitz in the background uh, as the guy's going in with the needle going, pat, 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 pat. And I was just like, and finally it was just like, I don't like needles. Plus, like, I mean, I don't know if you've, probably not, but I don't know if you've ever, like, got a big needle full of palm oil in Papua New Guinea next to your penis. It does, like, a weird yeah, turtle no. thing where it goes, like, like back. Like, oh. it, 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 like, recoils. <laughs> it recoils, and, yeah. And by the time he was getting close, I was just looking down, like, I don't even know where he's going to get that. Like, I don't even know what, how much skin there is mm. to get in there. And, uh, you know, I, so I, I bailed on that. And that one felt very sketchy. What about um, the other also, one, though? Yeah, the surgery. So the yeah, the, what I did the flip back of the skin. It looked. It seemed yeah. like a serious. Like it, it seemed like it was plausible. I mean, everybody. Everybody was hurling on that one. Oh my god! It was that was. I don't really do well with blood. Like I love horror movies and stuff like that. But if it's on TV, it's fake. If it's in yeah. real life, it's like I can't. Like I'm You're like, yo, this guy. is my dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. I can't. I yeah, exactly. It's like oh, I feel that. I felt that. Yeah. But it. So that when they take skin from your stomach, usually mm -hmm. your belly or they can take it from a cadaver. Um, and then they, yeah, I know. <laughs> Wild. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, the house on haunted dick hill. Um, <laughs> so they, so you, so then they take it and they put it back in. The problem with those two though, is that they just, um, sometimes, you know, the fat goes just to the top or just to the bottom, you know, it also, your body oh, eventually you. kind of reabsorbs yeah. it. So, yeah. you know, in that, space and in that moment i mean you kind of look at it and it's like you're, you've gone to such great lengths to try and do something is this just going to make me more insecure about yeah. my size situation i mean it's kind of like it was, it was almost looking at somebody like looking at somebody who had too much plastic surgery and it was like i'm just going to do botox okay i'm going to get my nose done all right well maybe my yeah. eyes and my cheeks and then yeah. you know my yeah. neck it's just a slippery slope it's like at some point i was going to end up with like you know just some like fake penis that just like has like a pump in my pocket that just like goes <laughs> Patrick, up I, and then honey, I, I ain't gonna it every time it's like i would i would have got it i ain't gonna lie to you bro if i would have <laughs> if i had a small member I, like bro i'm six foot four and i'm black like you know we judge people right i can't be walking around with like a a pickle right i, I just I, I would have to i would have to get the surgery bro i would have to so there they is have just one... like knocked you out and just like completely like just wake me up when it's over like i mean I, we were we were close and we actually had you know, we had very real conversations about it. And over the course of making the documentary, um, Brian and the cameraman, uh, Brendan and I be, all became very close. And they would ask me questions at times where they it would be very real ones where they would be more concerned about. I'd be like, let's go. Like, let's do this. Yeah. I'm ready to have like, I'm ready. Let's, we'll you know, and like they would friends. always kind of bring me back down. Yeah, they they be, they. You know, I already knew Brian pretty well, but it just, they were, their concern was, you know, I became kind of like a madman. Like I just got yeah. way out there on a limb. I was like, I'll do anything. I don't really care anymore. Like, and, pa and Patrick, how long was like the entire, like when you started going out, talking to people, all the travel, like how long was that time period? Just so I know. We started, man, it's, it's crazy now because we were, we were on Netflix, um, we went to South by Southwest in 2013. Hey, so then we were on Netflix in 2014. So we started shooting the film in 2011, I believe. Oh, wow. 
wow, and it kind okay. of slowly just crept along from there as it as it got further and further down the line where like you know i had friends who were like so wait what's happening now and we interviewed like ex real ex-girlfriends you know we talked to my real mom my real family is in it um but we started to get weird towards the end and people were like what are you doing now i was like i don't know i feel like andy kaufman but just like with a weird so from obsession. so from 2011 to 20 what? 2011 to 2013 i mean we finished so it was like a good wow. two years okay. okay yeah it was like a good two years and we finished literally we we finished we submitted to south by southwest and weren't even done like we still okay. you know they they liked it and accepted it but we were still like okay yeah cool well, we might have a few edits and we still shot more edited more put more in i mean it was a it was kind of a mad dash and we were lucky in that we we got the funding to start so we were able to kind of edit as we went and that's how we kind of figured you know there were some versions of the film you know we some cuts that we got to where just we really wanted to start this conversation and it is a very difficult conversation to start that said once it starts it's really hard to stop there was a bunch of times we're out doing man on the street we're in bars after shooting starting these conversations between people and then being like all right that's it we gotta go as like everyone in the bar is shouting at each other about whether or not size matters and patrick like as far as like what you learned on your on your on this two-year quest like what i got from the documentary is that through all the research and the traveling that you did and you know obsessing over your penis size like you finally reached it seemed like towards the end of the movie like this state of enlightenment where like you had this self-acceptance where you were like this is who i am i'm not defined by this penis size and i love myself is that fair to say like as far as what you learned from your journey i mean that is 100 percent fair and i think anyone who goes through a very vulnerable journey like that not that anyone that i suggest anyone do it necessarily (laughs) you do have to you know very take a very good long look at yourself and you have to be brutally honest with what you you know what what really matters to you and what is important and um i can tell you that by the end of it i was almost more embarrassed of my insecurity than i was my penis bro i love that you said that and and I think that has worked out well for me because the confidence that I now carry into a session or into the fantasy suite <laughs> is way different than what I used to carry into it. You know, I used to carry into it this kind of like, you know, try and turn the lights off for any, now it's just like, you know, whoop, it's off. There it is. I mean, what am I, well, it's, I mean, you're this, me you, in the you flesh. made it this far, like you can leave it. You said you made it this far. Yeah, but you know, it's like, now this is, you know, I feel like you're pot committed at this point. And if not, then, you know, see you later. I'll see you later. No Patrick, back. like, do you feel, because when I asked this question, I, like I said, I wrote a book on self-love, making the love you want. And actually, I love that you talked about a mirror because the cover of my book is a reflection because I believe in the exact same thing as you right there. And I was almost apprehensive to put this question on my IG because I think that, you know, my following is majority women. If the, if the roles were flipped, I would be shunned, right? If I said, does size matter with the size of your labia or the size of your breast, right? Do you feel like there's a double standard? And if so, what can we do about that, bro? Like, what can we do in our culture to like destigmatize, you know, these double standards within sexual or, or, uh, orientation, anatomy, shall I say? I would say that just from what I gathered from talking to a lot of women, it, in in 
in reality, when I was doing man on the street and talking to people and just, you know, hey, do you want to talk about payment size? Does size matter? That kind of stuff. It was majority women who wanted to talk to me, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got a lot of their pay. I know guys weren't just like, you know, because it's a dead giveaway where it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, you got a, <laughs> <laughs> you got a small one too. It's fine. We can talk about this. Um, but uh, you'd be surprised how women feel about their oh, apparatus. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely. a lot of insecurity that goes on there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, girls or women like have the same, is it too tight is it too loose and there's a lot that goes along with that stigma of you know oh you're a virgin or oh man she's too you know this or that and when in reality it really is just it's just part of the human condition it's just part of what we're dealt with you know we we, we get one hand to play that's it and we got yeah. one life to play it in so we gotta you know, it, it, you're better off just being confident about it and going for it and, and seeing what you got. Just go all in, do it. Why not? Go all Max, in, maximize the body that, you know, the man upstairs gave you. That's all you can I, do. And there I think in, in reality, too, women are so objectified on so many different levels that like they're, they're the insecurity that we've kind of built in them over the years. Like, yeah, vagina size matters, but it's on top of it is so much other stuff. Um, I think what is important and what I realized from doing the film was that the vulnerability, like I, I encourage people to be more, more vulnerable, to talk more Bro. about these things, to be open it, and say, I am secure. I am human. We don't all have to be like these perfect things, you know, and, and, and in reality, we're not anybody that I meet that's perfect. I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with you. There's oh, something cool. wrong with you. There's probably something bigger that's wrong you know something that 100 percent. what are you yeah. compensating for because nobody, yeah. we're none of us are perfect and the more that we kind of embrace the idea that you know we got a lot of flaws we just do and Bro. if you own it everybody else will get on board with you i promise you love this man love this passion hey i don't want to take up too much of your time so we're going to get into these rapid fire questions man and then we're going to get you up out of here you ready man oh yeah favorite thing in a woman um that's that's tough. I have commitment issues, so it's hard to say. <laughs> Same thing that I love, I might not like in a week. And be what's like, the ah, non-physical? What's a non-physical trait that attracts you the most to a woman? I really, um, I really appreciate a sense of humor. Um, I, you know, I'm a funny guy. I feel like, but also part of, and and I say a sense of humor, but I think what I do really mean is just humility about yourself, being able to you know, uh, be real and be honest. And, and, you know, like we we're talking about be vulnerable. Like I, I have a hard time with people in general who kind of, you know, put up walls immediately yeah. and won't, and, and aren't willing to kind of get, get behind them a little bit. So I I'd say humility probably is, is the sexiest thing to me. Nice. Facts. Facts. Were you surprised that the man with the biggest penis in the world was a Caucasian with red hair? No, I mean, well, listen, I, I was, I couldn't, it's a big penis, man. Dude, the thing <laughs> was like mid thigh on his, yeah, under his it was, jeans. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, I know. And he's wow. a sweet, he's a, the, the sweetest guy too. And you know, and, and anybody who says like, oh, if I had a big penis, all my problems would be solved. Like it's, it, it's not no, like that. Yeah, it's right. really, it's really just yeah. not like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the, I only interviewed him the one time, um, and and I believe we might have 
met up for a drink another time um, with like the director and some other people and just hung out. But uh, that was like one of the only times. And I did have, I mean, and I feel it, like that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. And it's like, I did this interview in the whole time. I was just like, oh man, <laughs> that is, you know, it's, I wonder it if sucks he's ever to be objectified, like man, woman, yeah. anybody like it sucks yeah. to be objectified. And, and uh, not that that's what our goal was there. It was, it was, you know, we had a very interest. We, we wanted to interview people, somebody on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, but you know, nobody's perfect. We all, we all got our, uh, issue that it just, I can't, I don't know. It's like, I don't remember the interview. I blacked out and I was just like staring at it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh that oh thing's huge. Is that a third it's leg? Perfect. It's perfect. Oh, oh man. Best cunnilingus tip. Um, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't go in too hard. Like just, you know, make it's, it's a progression. Yeah, 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 gotcha. gradual. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah, there a slow go. burn. Yeah, going a little, forward. Bit of, okay. little bit of teasing goes a long way too. Gotcha. The person you felt most awkward talking to about your penis was my mom. Yeah, I, I knew it. She's got. She's my mom's super funny. She's a very funny lady. I'm a comedian. My older brother's a comedian. My little brother's just a really funny guy. Um, but my mom is really where it all comes from. Um, and there was times where we'd like turn off the camera and she'd just roast me. Like she just roast me so hard. And then the director would be like, turn the camera back on. I'd be like, shut this up, This is turn gold. It we need this. Oh, I love me. this, bro. I love this And it this wasn't necessarily like talking to her was hard because it was kind of embarrassing, but it was also because like mom's going to burn me about this forever. She's just going to rip me. She still will. Um, bro, I never, I never thought about this, but Patrick, do you like, did you ever get mad at your dad? I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Uh, you know, he did, there was a lot of stuff that we shot and then I didn't really have time to process it until I watched the movie or until we were watching dailies and like doing the cuts and stuff like that. And there was where he's like, well, I was a little remiss at talking to you about this when you were kids. And then all of a sudden I was like watching and I was like, yeah, actually you never had that conversation with me. You just let me like wander out into the desert and figure out sex all by myself. Like he was like, you, I mean, the talk with my dad was like, you, uh, like, uh, know what, you know, like, uh, Sex is right. I'm like, yeah, of course I do. Okay, good. There it is. We're done. Good talk. Good, good talk. Good that. Public school. Look at that. Good for. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Awesome. We'll talk about that. What's the number one piece of advice you would give your child? <laughs> um, run. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, how did you get here? Run, Forrest, so run. Um. Oh man. Don't be afraid to admit that you're wrong. Ah, love that. Love that. I think it's one thing I would tell most people too. It's like we don't you don't always have to be right and failure can oftentimes, as long as you react to it in a positive way, can be some of the the biggest instances of growth Completely that you agree. have. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh I'm curious, because they always cut the scene. Were you actually injured by those men that you were filming their penises in the shower? No. Like, were you physically harmed? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. And I wasn't necessarily ever really that afraid of being physically harmed. Because um, they were coming I, at you. <laughs> they were. And I knew I knew some of the, like, I didn't know some of the guys in the in the spa, but I knew producers knew them. Yeah, and gotcha. so that's kind of how, like, you know, just random white guy walks in there. I mean, instantly, <laughs> I would, they were just like, this guy's a mark. Like, what is they this? They were typical guys a mark. <laughs> they, guys knew, a mark. they knew that. I mean, it was just like, you know, it's like a really small 
Korean spa in Seoul that, you know, I don't ever walk into. Even when I was like getting, you know, like checking in, they were just like, what is this? Oh, what, are you, so, what are you up to right now? What are you up to right now? Wasn't there some scene in, the, in your community to where like some teenager said, hey, just go here. You'll, feel, you'll fit right in. You'll feel comfortable. Yeah. Was that real? Was. Yeah, that was real. I mean, we ran with the story from the very beginning that I had proposed and, gotcha. you know, and, and been broken up with because of the penis size. That wasn't that was a uh, creative choice to enhance just the stakes of the whole thing. And in reality too, a girl looks you in the face after you call, I tried to call her out and be like, hey, like you shouldn't, you know, you run around telling people I have a small penis. And she was like, yeah. it is. It was like, oof. I mean, you're, you're not it, running it around. It hurts, like yeah. you could put it, yeah. you know, you could be told from a, in any scenario, the stakes on that moment are so high, especially when the insecurity in me had already been real. It was real enough to where I was like, let's make a movie about it. I'm so pissed off. Like, I'm going to prove that it doesn't matter. And, you know, I would say when people ask now, they're like, does size matter? Yeah, it does to some people and to some people it does not. But I can tell you that, you know, personality matters a lot more and it goes a lot farther than, you know, whatever you're thinking about too much hey, different that, strokes for different folks man and that's it right yeah. there I, I like that i like that patrick we appreciate you man so much for coming on you yeah, were thank you so much hilarious man. of course I, thank you thank you i think you. we no, need to get was, you on the bachelor bachelorette i mean let's go i'm and down. wait and time out where like where can people find like your work moving forward i mean are you still doing stand-up comedy like where can people see you yeah, still doing stand-up. Well, I mean, I was before everything shut down, so still getting into it. Um, currently, right now, I actually have enrolled in organic farm school. So okay. I'm going to school to become an organic and regenerative farmer. Oh, we're going to have to have um, you back on. I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I, I was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer in 2018. Um, I started making a documentary about that, which is only funny because I kept saying after... I did the penis documentary and people be like, what's next? I'd be like, I'm gonna make a doc about my butt. Um, <laughs> it was funny joke until I actually got colon cancer. And then oh, I started God. making a documentary about that. So it's a pro it's a prog it's a pro uh, it's a project that is still very much in the works right now. Um, yeah. But I am cancer free as far as I know um, yes. at this point. God bless and, man. That's awesome. Thank you. And recorded the whole yes, uh, yes, experience yes. and have been kind of putting that together. Um, that stuff will be coming out. I have another, I'm starting a podcast of my own. The first um, episode is going to be up. Uh, it should be up um, or it, it'll be up in the next week. Um, but it's, What's it called? it's called the sustainability. So it's a uh, sustainability. It's a uh, sustainable living and sustainable lifestyle. It makes sense to organic farming. I got you. I got you. What brought me to the organic farming too was, you know, I'm trying to make a documentary about the rise in colon cancer in young people. I very much believe very strongly in that. March is Colon Cancer Awareness Month. Um, I would encourage anybody, even if you're under the recommended age, to get a colonoscopy if you have any symptoms or if you have family history of colon cancer. Um, demand one from your doctor can, it's not easy to get always. Um, I work with a couple nonprofits, uh, at fight CRC, which is at fight colorectal cancer and at colon club, um, the colon club, you can get a lot of resources from them if you're interested, but I became very interested in that and realized that in the process of making this documentary, um, I wasn't going to cure cancer. So what I could do is try and figure out where I think mine came from. And I think it came from just the distance that we have between ourselves and our food sources. 
these days. Absolutely. Um, and Bro, things I'm that we definitely put in our body. Yeah. So I, Great that's, advice, what, that's man. what kind of took me down the road of organic and regenerative farming. So I have a podcast. It's called The Sustainability. Uh, the first episode is out now, so you can check it out. It's at The Sustainability Podcast. Um, and it's all in my, my, uh, social media is all at Pat Moot, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, so you can find links to the podcast and to anything else I'm working on there at, at Pat Moot. Nice, man. Awesome. I, Thank you so guy, much, bro. Patrick, man. You're the man. Appreciate Dude, you so I, much for coming you on. Know, I thought I was tired of talking about this, but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> still well, into it. We, we appreciate you talking about, uh, your member. Definitely. So cool. Thank you. Wow, Mike, that combo with Patrick was epic. Uh, I, I had so much fun. How about you? I absolutely love it. I'm going to say that combo was giant. That combo was enormous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing in every type of pun I could absolutely throw. I mean, uh, and to all everything, of our, bro. <laughs> and to all of our listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Family, as you know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories, and your insights. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking It Out BN. That's at Talking It Out B as in Bachelor, N as in Nation on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Wondery App, or Baby, wherever you listen to right now. And if you're a real one, don't DM me no more. Subscribe.